We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. It's the 5 o'clock fire. Brought to you by Regions Bank. Hey, it is 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Hopefully you're off work. Luckily for you, old, old, dirty and show. And T-Mill have the latest for you. And the latest is the Washington Commanders. Eric Bieniemy is there as the new offensive coordinator. They're making some moves, and they've made one already. After one season, one season, they released Carson Wentz. Uh, and now uh, Carson Wentz. Will now try to find his third team in three years. Two teams taking a chance on him being their starter, and they want no parts of him after a year. Clint, first off, right there's, I think this is there's no way that he would be a consideration, right? We've heard so many things about the Texans, which I give them a lot of credit for. A lot of people are saying a bunch of different things on what the Texans may do, which means nobody knows what the hell they're going to do, which is a smart thing at this time. But we've heard veteran quarterbacks. Clint, there's no way that Carson Wentz is is, is thought of to be uh, uh, any chance of somebody that's going to be here in, in Houston. No, no, hell no. I I, I would I would not think. Uh, good gosh, I mean he he has been been labeled uncoachable. Um, I mean he is he has walked into really three organizations, but the 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 Philly thing took a while. Let's just say Indy and, and Washington. He's walked into organizations and have been handed the keys to uh, the 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 franchise. Really, uh, as a quarterback, they 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 were willing to pay uh, huge money to uh, to Carson Wentz on, on both fronts. Um, the Colts the Colts paid him twenty one million, uh, at, yeah twenty one million, and then and then um, Washington paid him twenty twenty eight million last year. Um, and, and just, I mean, really, really, really good quarterback money and assumed that contract, and and he got pushed out, hell, last year before the season ever uh, yeah, was even over. They played their best under with, Tyler, with Taylor Heineke as the starter. Yeah, so, I, no, I, yeah, I don't see I don't see him even being considered in Houston. Um, I think there's a couple of spots uh, that, that may, you know, if he didn't burn the bridge with Frank Reich, uh, their quarterback situation in Carolina is is uh, is clearly lacking. Um, I don't know if you would want to. I mean, that that could be a situation where he burnt that bridge and Frank Reich's like, hell no, I, I don't want to add that guy to my quarterback. Frank Dinner lost his job for it, right? Which tells me there's either a really strong bond there or there's no bond at this yeah. point in time. Um, but yeah, look, I, I think I think his his days of of getting 
a starting opportunity are are probably over. There's a couple of organizations I think right now that are in desperate need. Uh, really, there's five or six, or maybe even more than that, that are in desperate need. Three or four of them are going to draft a quarterback this year, and so there's going to be two or three out there after the draft uh, that have a uh, that are desperate at the quarterback position. He may land one of those, but you it gotta, feels he, like his time as a starter his time is, is over, up, right? Man. As yeah, a starter, yeah. at least, like I. Like maybe he gets into battle for a, a position or something, but I mean, think about that. Washington, it's just crazy. Man. Washington's got Sam Howell, Taylor Heineke, <laughs> maybe, and and, 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 and bro, they, I just looked at, and maybe I'm wrong, but I I just looked at at his contract. They they could have had Carson Wentz stick around for twenty mil, I think. Yeah, they're saying they saved twenty six plus million against the salary cap. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there was there's twenty three and twenty four, right? They had two more years at twenty something million dollars a year, and I mean, ooh wee, that's the. It's just crazy the fall though, like like where he was. That I mean, couple the year they won the Super Bowl, like that year he was trending to being the NFL MVP, yep. and then tore his ACL uh, on a run, and then it's just been. Really, the next year he was all right. They they made it to the playoffs, but then after that, boy, it's been hell in a handbasket ever since. Well, yeah, at, at, that, at that point in time is when all of a sudden there is the, he had been basically just handed the keys and never doubted at all in Philly. Well, after Nick Foles goes on and wins the Super Bowl, you obviously you start going, oh, okay. Well, I mean, how much of that was Nick? I mean, how, how much of that was? was Carson and how much of it was everything around Carson. And so a little not not necessarily doubt, but a little bit of attention is given to maybe maybe it's not all about the quarterback and he's crumbled ever since. I don't know if that's the case. I'm I'm just saying that's that's what it appears from the outside looking in. Yeah, and 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 I was just sitting there thinking like, all right, well maybe his starting days are over. You would think like would he be an all right backup? Would you rather have him as a backup than Davis Mills? And I would say no. There is clearly there is uh, and, and not just clearly, we've heard reports now. We'll see what happens now after he leaves Washington. We'll see if players will come out and say things like they've said in Philly and Indy. But there have been players and coaches and, and people have talked about how he's just not great as a teammate. And and, and, and something there happens to have him in the backup role that, you know, you, you want your backup to be a guy that can come in in a pinch and just – well, kind of help out the quarterback room, and it doesn't seem like you can argue that that's there. that's the number one job of a backup quarterback is to be a great teammate too, especially if it's a young quarterback that you're that you're backing up. I mean, you you need to be you need to be a a uh, a resource for that guy, and I'm not talking about just on game day. You need to be a resource for that guy throughout the week and um and and in the meeting rooms and and in the off season. Like you you need to be a resource for that guy. Um, I don't know that anybody's going to believe Carson Wentz is going to fill that that void at this point in time. But we've said it a million times: a guy that's that talented will will definitely surface somewhere. He'll he'll get another he'll get another shot somewhere. I, as I said earlier, I, I think he should just I think he should just call it quits and 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 start go after a career number two, career after football. Start a uh, a uh, juice shop. But, well, hey, what, whatever your whatever your wife's into right now, and clothing, I mean, juice, whatever, whatever it is, yoga, whatever it is, dump a little money in it, get your studio, and and really, uh, really anchor kind down. Kind of a combo with three: yoga, uh, juice, and uh, clothing, right there. Yeah. Start him a little right. Etsy shop. Yeah, how about that? 
Five o'clock fire. Man, seven year career, man. Hell no, nah, man. He ain't, he ain't calling the quits yet. All right. Uh, the Bears. The Bears reports here. Adam Schefter, ESPN. The Bears are leaning uh, towards moving the number one pick in the draft. I, I, this is an interesting thing to me with the Bears because the Bears are, are very much like the Texans, and hell, I think even worse. I think they've got even bigger holes. They they've got, they probably got more holes to fill than uh, than the Texans, if not just as many, because they they are they struggle. They they're struggling in terms of talent overall. How far do you go down though? If if now that this is out, like the trade piece, like how far do you go down? Because I'm betting they want one of those dominant defensive linemen, whether it be Will Anderson or uh, or Jalen Carter. Carter from yep. Georgia. I bet they would love to have one of those guys because they need to desperately need help across the front seven. They need offensive line help. They need a lot of spots. But I wonder how far they drop. Indy makes sense because it's at four if they want to play ball. But more, you start getting to Carolina. That's that's lower in nine. I just it, it's yeah. it's interesting to see how far yeah. they want to drop. Yeah. So I mean, you you gotta you, you gotta look at it and say, okay, well, if if you if you trade, depending on how far you trade down, it's how many how many top prospects you're gonna miss on. And 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 look, I know there's guys top fifteen picks or top fifteen picks and. Uh, there's there's plenty to go around, but boy, you you decide to trade down because you don't want a quarterback, um, and that means you are in in the Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, you know these these positional players. Um, you know, how many of those guys are you taking a chance on missing out on if you if you just keep bumping down? So it will be interesting to see what yeah. Chicago ends up doing when it come come draft night. Yeah, I. Um, you think this is you think this means they're done with the Fields thing? No. You still think that's on the table? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's it's it, it, there's you got three decision makers that that are all closely related to Justin Fields that didn't pick Justin Fields. I mean, it, it would be. I'll tell you this much: it would be less of a stretch for me if the three individuals that didn't pick Justin Fields traded him than it would be if the three individuals said, "Let's all hitch our career wagons to Justin Fields for the next four. Like it, like it, it, I would be less surprised if those dudes said let's trade him than I would if they said let's hitch our wagon to him. And that's no, no and I mean no, no. Look, I think Justin Fields. I got Justin Fields, and I'll stand behind it. I got Justin Fields being second behind Trevor Lawrence and a closer second behind Trevor Lawrence in that draft than than most folks had him. And I'll stand behind it. I think he'll be fine. I think he needs to be in a system that 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 has a, a coordinator that will build around his his number one asset, and that's his legs. Right until his arm catches up, until his mind catches up, um, you know, do those things. And so I don't know that that the Bears are are, are that are that guy or that that program that organization. And so yeah, I think there's several reasons why they would move him. I think they're all valid reasons. Uh, I think I think moving him would be the favorite if you really look at all the different variables and and who and what and when and where and how he got to Chicago and what's gone on since he, since he, he has been a Bear. I, I would bet you the favorite is that he moves. Yeah. I think for me, when we read the report saying multiple teams have reached out to him about that number one pick, I hope the Texans are involved. I hope that they, for, for one or two reasons. One, that they look at a, one of these quarterbacks and they say to themselves, this is a guy we got to have and we can't take no chances of us not coming out without getting him or at least to be in the mix, uh, at least to be in the mix to understand what teams are they, they would be potentially competing for or if they need to 
try to at least change what the what the numbers would be and what it would take to get to get to the number one spot. I just hope they're involved in this in some form or fashion. That's what I that's what I hope for. So we'll see moving forward. Yeah. With the, Look, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, if if they're if they're not involved, then they're not they're not playing the game right. Yeah. Right. I mean, ultimately, they, they they if they're involved, if they're interested or not, who knows, man? That, that's a crapshoot. Should they should they entertain it? Absolutely. Make everybody believe you want that spot. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see what they do. As uh, as they say, the uh, the Bears they're going to move that number one spot. We'll see who's in it. Five o'clock fire. Would you be shocked if I told you that the uh, Houston Rockets gave up 71 points to a player last night? No, I would not. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. I mean, that's a hell of a feat. 71's a lot of points, man. That's terrible. Becoming the eighth player in NBA history to score 70-plus. Uh, Damian Lillard last night, uh, 71 points, 13 threes against the Rockets, 41 in the first half, and then continued to do work again as the as – the, as the Rockets lose 133-114. to 114. And, man, to me, it, this is clear. It's almost 18 points a quarter, yeah. Joe. It is clear to me, Clint. You don't want to change. You don't want to change. You don't want this to get better right now. You don't want these young players to improve or there would be a move made. More than benching Sagoon because you didn't like the way he was playing the pick and roll because he's been playing it this way all year. Not not at that. To me, and I'm talking, this goes above Stephen Silas. It held above uh, L. Stone. Like, to me, you don't, you're cool with this. You're cool with your players uh, and your young players staying in this mode. You are good with this, and, and you're not looking, because nobody's get, nobody's improving. They have, their coaching staff has come out and made it a point to try to, to, try to give a better effort defensively. And it, and it appears they've gone completely the other way. And I, I, you know, to me, it just feels like you want this. You're 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 okay with this, and and you're waiting, as he said, pray for victory. You're waiting to the end of the year, and you're all right with this because this is just this is now just flat out tanking, losing on purpose to me, like or or at least just not making a change, like making a change. You could see this; it's not working. Yeah. Make a change somewhere. So I. I they're, they they want this to happen to me right now. Well, the the interesting thing is we just go back to to Tillman's comments from from Mardi Gras. I mean, it's it's uh, Mardi Gras Galveston, by the way, not New Orleans. It, 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 it was. I mean, that's what we're watching. And and whether look whether Stephen Silas has has lost these guys or they've just turned a deaf ear, which I guess is two and the same. Yeah. Um, it. it I, it is just disgusting to watch. It's disgusting to, to again, like I mean, it's one thing to be in a rebuild. It's one thing to be uh, in a situation where you know you're not going to win much. But when when the product is is just clearly zero progress being made, no, they're, boy, they're it's a joke hard right to watch, now. man. They're a joke right now to the league. They're like people are like that's what people are doing on social media. Oh, who's playing the Rockets next? It's a career night day for any player. Career night playing. in Houston, huh? Yeah, anybody's playing the Rockets. It's just like at, at this point, you can watch this. You can see they're not being reached. You can see they're not responding. As you said, lost team, whatever. The logical thing would be to make a change. Yeah, we, we've watched it here. Cal McNair at some point said to hell with man. We got, and I'm talking in midseason, so we gotta we gotta make a change. They're not responding to Bill anymore. 
we got to make a change. Now, many people, many, many people believe it was too late. Now, I, I would agree. We see what happened. But you had to make a change at some point. Like, at this point, you're just like, man, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Let's keep going down this puff. Let's keep going down it. The 13th player that has scored over 40 points in a game this year. And there's actually been 14 times, right, because Clay did it twice. Oh, yeah, yeah. 14 times, 13th player. <laughs> you got to be kidding. The MVP, the two-time, the reigning two-time MVP is coming to town in, 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 in Jokic. We'll see what the hell he does. It 41? Will not be a good I'm night. calling 41? I'm not. I'm telling you, I'm calling, I'm calling 20 assists. And who's getting 40-plus? Somebody. Murray. Murray. Michael Porter Jr. came back, and he was looking good last night. He hit some huge threes against the Clippers last night. Uh, so, I, I, he, he may be he may be the one, too. But Murray or Porter? Because somebody is. Because they, frankly, don't give a rip about defense, clearly. All right, the Combine's coming out. We're finding out who's throwing. Bryce Young isn't throwing. And somebody texted in, Clint said, Bryce Young not throwing at the Combine is alarming. Alarming. We'll discuss if that is the case coming up next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, the combine is getting started this week. The quarterbacks will throw. We've learned, Clint, that Bryce Young, uh, I think most people have him as the top quarterback uh, in the draft. He is not going to throw. He's going to wait for his pro day. He's going to talk to the teams, weigh in, but he is not going to throw. We have learned that C.J. Stroud and the other quarterbacks have been reported. They will throw. Clint, somebody didn't text in. Stroud, nothing to hide. He's throwing nothing to hide. Bryce Young not throwing at the combine is alarming. Now, you're a guy who played in this league, had pro days, done this thing, covered the league, understand the combine, understand these situations. We've seen a lot of guys that have been the consensus number one guy not throw at the combine. In this situation with Stroud and Levis and Richardson behind them, behind him, you think this is alarming to you that, that Bryce Young isn't throwing? No. 
No, not not one bit alarming. I'm not I'm not uh, one bit concerned. Um, every bit of his focus is on really ultimately a, a part of his game that that you know he's can't get any taller. Uh, it, it's about the weight. Can he can he weigh in at, at a bigger weight? That's that has to have been the focus, uh, you know, leading up to this thing. Um, and and that's most important. Get in there, do your one-on-one meetings mentally. Uh, you know, show these guys that mentally and emotionally, you're you're in a league of your own. Uh, weigh in at or above 200 pounds, um, and and save the throwing, uh, any running that you want to do. Dowdy does that as well. But but I'm talking about, and I know he's not going to do it at the combine, but I'm talking about at the uh, at the uh, at, at his pro day. Um, but yeah, focus all of it in on on that particular day. I I, I don't I'm not alarmed at all. I, of course, but I, I've when you're a top ten, top fifteen, when you're a first rounder, um, I, I would I, I wouldn't fault anybody for not throwing. I wouldn't ding anybody or be alarmed if anybody decided not to throw. Um, you're throwing with receivers that you've never thrown to. Um, a lot of times you're throwing routes that that you've never thrown. Um. And to to pass on that because other things are priority, I, I think is is um, is is common for for those top guys, and and it doesn't it doesn't bother me one bit. Yeah, uh, to me with Bryce, this happens. Trevor didn't throw. Trevor Lawrence didn't throw mm-hmm. when he was the number one going to be the number one pick. Many guys didn't didn't throw when they were in that in that in that spot, and. His his stuff, we've talked about it. His focus has to be on the weigh-in part. Yeah. <laughs> like, no matter what, that has to be his top focus. And I think two things can be the same, right? Can be true at once. Me, I have no, no feel that this will hurt Bryce Young that he doesn't throw because I don't think there is any concern about Bryce really in a big moment. I don't think there's any concern about Bryce – and his accuracy. I don't think if Bryce has a bad day that teams will then look at and, and wonder. Also, I am impressed with C.J. Stroud understanding, like, this is a big stage. He could completely do exactly what you said, go to his comfort zone. And I do look at that, and I'm like, all right, I like that. He could have easily gone to his comfort zone and done it there and done what Bryce is doing. But he is he's going to step out and do that. Most of his career, he's shown to be in a comfort zone. Now, like, I think a question on him is, like, what is he going to be like in big moments? How consistent can he be? He showed us how he was in big moments his last outing against Georgia, but I think this is another one. So I am impressed that C.J. Stroud is stepping out, but that still doesn't, doesn't then mean because I'm impressed Stroud is that I look at, B, uh, that I look at Bryce Young and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, he yeah. oh he's hiding something. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I, I'm, I I'm not two different spots. Like I said, I'm not worried about Bryce Young. I look and, and I think I think C.J. Stroud is is quite frankly I think he's above. Um, You're it, surprised it, he's throwing two kind of who C.J. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't blame him if he didn't. But I mean, this is this is his sweet spot. I mean, look, I I think I think the two guys that are above, in my opinion, that are above anybody questioning their their accuracy. Um, especially in a controlled environment from the pocket on time is Bryce Young and and C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud has absolutely nothing to lose in this particular setting. Now, I think he can go out there and and I think he can 
show anybody that's got a big arm like like C.J. Stroud has, you go out there and when you actually see it in person for any scout, any general manager, any head coach, any quarterback coach, any offensive coordinator that hasn't seen C.J. Stroud throw the football, there's potential that you're going to see him the first time in person and there's going to be a level of power that you haven't seen uh, lately. that Maybe you haven't seen at the combine in a long period of time. Um you know, there there is a – I think there's going to be, when you look at C.J. Stroud, his ability on time from the pocket, his ability to drive the football down the field, all the throws, sideline to sideline, is awfully impressive. And I think it's a time for him to showcase that. Um, I'll be honest with you, I look at, at C.J. Stroud, I think a flaw in his game is his feet. Um, I'm assuming that whoever he's working with uh, has 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 knows that and has has put an emphasis on um, all the different drops, all the different footwork, the movements, uh, playing the game with more twitch. Um, you know, you go out there and and in, in this environment, you as a general manager or a scout or somebody evaluating, you can see okay, this dude has put an emphasis on these things, uh, and he's gotten significantly better. Um, you know, I I think it's a it's a, a all reward, really zero risk for C.J. Stroud to go out there and throw. Yeah, yeah. As you said, this is a space where you think he'll thrive oh. and he'll look good at. And I think he 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 probably needs to separate himself from Levis and and yeah. even Richardson, who is climbing up. Like that, that's why. Like I don't think Bryce. That's like, a great point. I don't think Bryce, to me, unless Bryce comes in at 178 pounds, like I don't think Bryce has to worry about the other guys because when Bryce has his pro day, he's going to he's going to shine and look good because this part is a strength of his too, accuracy and throwing on time, especially with guys he knows. Yeah. But I think C.J. Stroud needs to have moments of because some somehow Clint he Will Levis didn't play in his bowl game, he did. And then there was still after two weeks, Will Levis ahead of him yeah. in, in some in some thoughts, and he played his best game against the best defense that he could play against uh, available in college football against Georgia. So I think he's got to separate himself. He needs moments. Well, I, I think there, there you're, you, it's a good point, man, because when you look at Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, and C.J. Stroud, you've got big, good-looking, strong, uh, big-armed individuals, and boy, if 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 C.J. Stroud, which he should, be able to go out there and, and win that battle, be the bigger, the, the the stronger, the more accurate, the more polished, the more professional quarterback in that particular bunch, he could separate himself. I, look, I, I'm I'm going to stand by show what what I said a long time ago to you. I I think Anthony Richardson is is the draft board climber, and I think Will Levis is the draft draft board faller. I I, I think I think before it's all said and done. You, we've already seen Anthony Rich, and, and I'm I'm talking I'm not talking about necessarily the, the the what happens on draft night. I'm talking about all the hype leading up to it. I think the the more we see, like the combine with Will Levis, pro day with Will Levis, the more that the draft gurus have actual actual data to sink their teeth into, film to watch, opinions of of scouting departments, general managers to to actual take into account. I think we're going to see Will Levis fall down, fall down, and I think we're going to see Anthony Richardson continue to climb because of the the, the just the sheer power and everything that he does. Um, but with those two guys, Anthony Richardson and Will Levis, and we're getting conflicting reports uh, reports on Will Levis whether he will or will not throw. But nonetheless, those two guys 
show those are the two guys that have accuracy issues. And while I think it's unfair, those are the two guys that at the combine, if one of them or both of them are inaccurate, maybe even to the same degree that C.J. Stroud is, just because he's throwing to receivers he's never thrown with, they're going to get couched from the combine as, see, I told you, accuracy issues. Okay, They're, they're inaccurate throwers. They can't anticipate. They don't, they, don't know how, they don't know how to throw the football on time. They don't know how to layer the football down the field. And in reality, you're throwing with a bunch of receivers that you've never thrown with before. That's hard to do. And so that, those are the two guys at the combine. To, to watch the narrative after the combine on those two guys, if one of them struggles, it yeah. could be a problem. Yeah. Anthony Richardson makes me nervous at this combine. Ooh. For him. I hope he does really well. Anthony Richardson said there's a big old pot out there in the middle of that poker table. Yeah, yeah. And we're made. playing between the sheets, and you got a you got a two king. You gonna throw the pot? Yeah, he makes me he makes me real real nervous. Uh, all right, coming up. Uh, I, listen, I had a I had a thought about Kyle Tucker. I had a uh, somebody a listener text in. I wish you'd text me your name. He he had an even better thought better thought on it. We'll discuss that uh, coming up and. Uh, and as well, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit because somebody just just texted in. Why are you scared of Richardson? I'll tell you a little bit why I'm scared of Richardson. We'll get to all that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm nervous for Anthony Richardson. At 53% completion percentage. And if you just watch some of his games, like some of the some of the misses to like Certain throws just just are errant sometimes, and and to the point that you're making, man. If you're mi- like if you're missing throws like that, like with no coverage, and like if you're off, it will just be magnified even more. Like if he has just just certain balls that are just man, what the hell was that? To? He's just that that's what makes for him makes me nervous couldn't complete a pass for him i mean this this could be a really 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 big day for him or it could be a a whoa all right let's back off of this thing so uh it, it's gonna be interesting to see yeah, what he does because because i've I'm, seen him put stuff on the money and look good and then anything that is that is not just firing in there yeah those yeah. are the ones he seems to 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 be inconsistent with the most. Yeah, there's uh, you know, there's some some major concerns with Anthony Richardson show. There's no there's no question about it. I, you know that there's there is a lot to be gained in this combine throwing session. Um, and 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 there's obviously some concerns can be magnified. No question about it. You, you, when you when you look at at you know, particularly guys that are, for one reason or another, aren't polished and and they're very erratic. Uh, I, I would say that Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are very polished guys, even though I think C.J. Stroud could could show some some growth and development um, over the last month in this session as well. You know, I think Will Levis and, and Anthony Richardson are two guys that, boy, if if they were to show, uh, you know, an understanding of of throwing the football with your feet, um, having great control of, of your body while being explosive and playing with twitch and changing direction. And, and to your point with Anthony Richardson, having the ability to, like, you know, on a speed cut out route, um, I mean, if, if your feet are quick enough, I mean, you can throw that ball. I mean, Aikman was throwing that ball, and he didn't do this on purpose. It was later in his career. When I got to Dallas, Aikman was throwing that speed cut out route 10 yards, 
and and it's a speed cut. They don't square cut it. You just you just put that inside foot on the ground and you speed cut it to the sideline as hard as you can. And as a quarterback, we just lay it on the sideline and let you come you know let you come out of your break to it. Aikman threw that ball so early, and he it, there was so much arc arc on the ball on on the on a ten yard route. I was I was blown away, but. Now I wouldn't I wouldn't encourage anybody to throw it the way Aikman was. Aikman was throwing it that way at the time because he had to. Um, but there's it just shows it just goes to show you how technical it is. You know what I mean? Like it's not about it, the guys that have done it the best had the ability to throw it through a brick wall if they wanted to, but they did it anticipating and with early with air, and it was it, it was because they had great footwork and great understanding of, of throwing those routes. You you take Anthony Richardson. I think the biggest question on Anthony Richardson is does he have the ability to tie to, to tie his mind to his feet? Does he have the ability to throw the ball with his feet? Does he have the ability to anticipate? And does, you know, all of those things, there, there's a lot of question marks. And I think it's more because, as I've said before, I, I think he would benefit from another year in college, but the fact of the matter is he's a top 10 pick without it, so why go back? But, um, boy, he could go out there, man, and if he's got great feet, if he's got command, you know he's got the twitch and the size and the strength and all that, but well, if he goes out there and he's great with his feet and he is all of a sudden showing the ability to lay the football on the sideline and anticipate with accuracy, and it doesn't have to be great. Just show that you've worked on it and you understand what you're trying to accomplish instead of just dropping back and just drilling it in his ear hole because you can, right? Yeah. Boy, that would be so huge for Anthony Richardson. I've heard some, I've heard, I heard some stuff this morning, and it was, I think it was Dan Orlovsky, talking about what he has heard about Anthony Richardson. And it, it was it was very impressive. It was it was all things along the lines of uh unbelievably professional, uh unbelievably smart, high level processor, and, and all of these things. And so that, that leads you to believe that boy, the first year starting was just inexperienced. Dan talked about how the the receiving core that he had is not your typical everybody thinks Florida, boy, they got a great receiving bunch of athletes, bunch of crazy athletes. They didn't, and so the, uh, the 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 deck was stacked against him probably a little bit more than people people realize. And so Anthony Richardson, a throwing session at the combine and then a pro day. Woo, yeah, look out to now a, to do a lot. We'll see look if he can consistently now. do that. That's for for me. Like I, I wonder if the kid the kid can. And you never know at that point well, if he does. You know, twelve is sitting there. Maybe the Texans don't. Don't feel like they got to go fight after and, and say, I got to go get this. Yeah. We feel comfortable if we grab one of those big D linemen and then go with him at 12. That could be a, a, a thought. So the, the reality of it is this with Anthony Richardson. There is, it is highly likely that the accuracy issues were mental, mental issues, right? Uh, processing issues, having not seen it before, being asked to do too much too quick more so than it is him not being able to be accurate there's I would bet I would bet a large amount of money from an accuracy perspective that it was more about I can't explain the feeling of snapping the football and you not knowing who you're reading what side of the field you're working what your receivers are going to do the losing the linebacker or the safety that you're trying to read that's going to trigger you work left or right that's the worst feeling in America and as a young quarterback with a new another new coach it, you being inaccurate is part of it right i mean that just it happens i'd be shocked if if quote unquote it, you know 
he's inaccurate. I, that that would surprise me. Now, I've heard you mention a couple of times the 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 inability to take something off the football and layer the football and throw it with trajectory, like the all gas no breaks. I'll throw it through your teeth mentality of yeah. Anthony Richardson. That's to me. That's the the thing to to really hone in on. Has he figured that out? Is that a problem? Because it's a big problem if if it if it's real. But the accuracy, I, I don't. I just don't think that was a problem. I think that was more of just inexperienced quarterback being thrown to the to the wolves too too quick. Well, if he has air mails and he's off in this one, yep, yep. Where yep. there's no defenders, no no. Then, no then the conversation then, changes. Then, then, yeah, then, then he's got a chance to prove that wrong with the combine coming up. Uh, that's that'll be Saturday, but. Uh, right here on Sports Radio 610 tomorrow, 1045, the general manager, Nick Casario, mm, will uh, we'll be uh, live right here. We'll play that right here on Sports Radio 610. Be listening to In the Loop as uh, as Landry and Lopez and Figgy. They'll have that for you uh, coming up tomorrow, and we'll see what uh, what general manager Nick Casario is. Has got to say. Thanks, got, guys. Appreciate got, it. No problem, Nick. We got Nick tomorrow and uh, and D'Amico Wednesday, huh? Yeah, D'Amico yeah. D'Amico Wednesday at noon. That that Come that'll on. be uh that'll H-town, be fun. I'm back. That'll be fun to see uh to see where he uh where he looks at things, uh with uh with that moving forward. By the way, uh yesterday did the old uh family bike ride. You don't bike ride. Well, so, we know that didn't happen. Did you jog it out? The family. The family. Uh, you you, more you just teaching. walk. Teaching section session. Yeah, I was uh, I was uh, I was helping Nicholas, trying to get around. Wait, well, I, I how can how can you the teaching teach session. anyone well, most, how mostly, to ride a bike? Mostly, uh, mostly Courtney doing a lot of the the, the, the technical portion of it, but me as a uh, as your, someone your just emotional spot support things, spot things that you can there just see is. things very like, hey like babe, the road's clear like like <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> like, like little hey, shows. Babe, stop signing ahead like, on the right, hundred foot. But this was crazy. So we go, we go into Car. a, we go, <laughs> we go into a, we go to a parking lot, right? We go to like big library parking lot, and we pull in. We're like, all right, man, we'll let him just run around big open space, ride around him and him and Lauren mostly, and and and, and Nicholas is is learning early. As soon as we pull in, and get all these cards out. We then see family pull in in a not in a in a. Good size SUV, get out, switch. Then it's clear. Oh, we're we're getting driving lessons. We're getting somebody <laughs> learning how to drive to the at the same time as you <laughs> learn how to ride bikes. So load them up. So luckily, this kid was in a much better space of learning how to drive a car. By the way, whoever that kid is, you're gonna pass. You'll be good. Uh, parallel parking was strong too, but. They're doing it. Thank you. They're a little bit better. I like I to me. I don't know how to ride a bike. Clearly, we understand it. It has been documented here. But like, like when I like when you drive, you know, when you learn how to drive, and you could. There was a moment where you just wasn't completely comfortable. Mm-hmm. It, that's yeah. where white knuckling that uh, steering wheel. Yeah, that's where little show is right now. Like he's getting oh, close. Little show. Yeah, that's where he is right now on the, on the bike. Like he's going. Well, I figured he'd be one just ripping and roaring. No, he he's going. He's going, and you could just see like the way like. How he's right, controlling right, right. it, like just like yo man, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, I, I mean, I have no, I have no, uh, no experience with it. But hey, what do you say when he's print. like, Dad? Can you get on and show me? No, he doesn't say that. He knows. <laughs> you know what Lauren said to her. You know what Lauren said to Courtney. What's that? Lauren, your daughter, not my wife, yeah. right? Yeah. She said, um, she said, um, 
He said, yeah, I hope my kids learn how to ride ride bikes uh, earlier. Hopefully it's not hard for me. And she's like, well, you going to be able to teach them? She's like, yeah, and hopefully, you know, I'll have a husband that will be able to help me. Unlike yours, though, because <laughs> you're <laughs> – because your husband doesn't know how to ride it. Uh, you baby girl cracking on you, Chief. <laughs> said. Luckily, I wasn't there. Courtney didn't relate the story to me. So how is, how's Nicholas doing? Uh, ah, he's good, man. I, it was more of me just kind of pushing him. Uh, he, yeah, he's, he's still trying to get the pedal, like to learn how to push the pedals down. That's, but but those why don't you along. learn to, to ride with them? Listen, That's what I don't understand. Like, why don't you go get there, you an adult bike and learn? There's listen, a it huge opportunity here for us it's to not do a some huge video, create some it's content. Just, no, it's, the drive. That's yeah, what we, you're we trying got, to do. Oh, no question. Why? No, it's just not a thing. Every, it's not made for everybody. Everybody don't know how to ride I mean, a bike. I, like, I don't know. Clay, you don't know how to ride, do you? Look, he doesn't. Yeah, Clay, you know how to ride a bike? It's not made for everybody. Yeah, he he just looked at you like, uh, of just, course. I didn't know how to paddleboard, but I but I tried for forty five minutes. I've given it a shot, and I've run into uh, I've run into parked cars, and I've done you know I've done things. It's over. You need to conquer your fear, man. There's so an it's not a, it's not a fear. It's just an unable to do. On a bike, we got to get show on a bike, man. There's no there's just no reason. Like you, it's you one think of you the can easiest learn things you can do. No, I'm not going to learn. It's just not it. It's not in the cards for me. All right, there's a be, lot of things that I've uh, uh, that I've. Let's don't shake your head at me, Clay. It's embarrassing, man. Why? No, it's it's embarrassing. For, it's embarrassing for you. Is that what it is? Yes. Why? Because you are. What you a are, friend. No, wow. I. It, it's it's unacceptable. Is what it is. It's not unacceptable. What are you gonna do if things go south in this world we live in, and and we're in like some Armageddon type times, and you you don't know how to ride a bike? Gas isn't available anymore. You need to get around. Well, you're just gonna what walk happened? everywhere. Like, I, what? What? I forgot what happened. I what ran happened? into a parked car. That was the end for me. That was. Well, yeah, but how, there's got to be more to that story. Like, you, you, you the, know, park, clearly the car rocked his like, soul. What were you with doing? Fear you were looking plan. over your shoulder. I was coming. Were, well, I was coming down pretty. I was coming down a hill, and the brakes went out on you or something. Well, I Hold just, on, so I, I probably got a little nervous. Like, like a little. How old was, were you? Uh, about eight. Shut it down. That stuck with him, Clint. You can see it in his eyes. A little. Little blood vessel, little foot was hurting afterwards. That was it for me, man. Did the handlebar? Did your hands? Walker. Did your hands hit hit the like hit the hood of the car? Like the handlebars flip? Oh uh, well, roll. It's got like a side. My leg hit, and then it and then it flew me into the. Uh, He's buried the, the details curve. deep into his subconscious. You can uh, tell this really. No, it's just, it, it, that, it affected him. At that him. point, made a decision. It was over. And I was, and I kept up well enough with my friends walking to to different places. I feel like if that's, I feel like if that's going to be Shut the up. case, you should probably just, you sh- you should probably just let your let your wife handle she the, does. the bike ride. She does the most. I just give encouraging things like, hey, take a deep breath. You got it now, man. You got it now. Just get, you just got to get <laughs> comfortable on there. Support. Yeah, I like. I don't it, have Joe. it. Don't I'm, have. Yeah, it. I'm getting you a damn bike one day. Well, you're gonna waste your money. I'm not. I'm not. I don't believe up. you'd let it go to waste. <laughs> yes, I would. I'm not riding the bike. <laughs> Don't have it. Don't have it at all. All right. Um, all right, coming up, Texans All Access. Then the best of today uh, with T-Mill coming up as well. Clint, great job. Tyler, great job for the most part. I am Ron, the show Hughley, as always, Houston. We love you, baby. Tell show to stop calling the cookout. I start saying cook off, I'm losing. I apologize. He's only been doing that for about four days. Fresh, fresh. Fully. <laughs> Okay, next time y'all have boogers sitting down in y'all noses, I'm not saying nothing to you. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.